Hey, Bob, you ready to go? Uh, just, just a moment, please. I, I just need one moment. I'm a little nervous about coming back, so just give me just 30 seconds, please. Oh, okay. Okay, right. thank you. Dear God, please help me to do the best podcast I can do to help people by helping myself and to not hold back and expressing my inner feelings and thoughts. Please bless this podcast and all the people who listen, all the people who take part in it. Thank you. Amen. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. We got to get started. Oh, I understand. Sorry. Just, 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 just one more second. Thank you. Okay. One more Please. second. One more second. I know. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Oh, goddess mother, you are the mystery of night. Your radiant shine is the day. Infinite realms cascade within you. May clarity grow within me. Open my eyes to life's many wonders. Open my spirit to awareness. May my life be of service to earth and the goddess. Open my ears to the needs of those around me. Make my hands strong, sure, and gentle in your service. May I remember always the goddess works through me. Uh, I, I understand where uh, you need to get in here, but I, uh, sorry, just give me one more second. Fine. Okay. Thank you. Papa New Kago on a Sewella. So poor well respected non you. Say poor not rakeni o aquaquea. Say poor one away quetwe se quantoque sevea. Pay new poison shark ye wabuica dura. Pordonesa no la popa. Take who not a pordone moon nake fwee to jail. Brane coma by visilavea. Papa lobo, papa lobo, papa lobo. Bob, I'm coming in. Holy shit! Okay, I'm ready. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Affirmation Nation with me, Bob Duca. My mission on this podcast is to empower you by empowering me. By sharing with you the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of my own life, I believe that we will be able to better relate to one another as human beings. By sharing with you the tools, techniques, practices, and people I encounter on my spiritual journey, past and present, I offer you the opportunity to learn through me. It is my belief that we are one people, that our individual struggles are but the struggle of the many with different specifics. Further, it is my mission to move out of the shadow of fear, insecurity, and stagnation and step into the energy of invincibility that is love, abundance, and joy. I vow to foster a practice of radical outjoy and ecstatic honesty. I adhere to the operating principle that as with flatulence, so too with negative thoughts, emotions, and feelings, there's more room on the outside than on the inside. Well, I am very excited to be back here. Um, a lot of people have questions about where I've been, what I've been up to. You'll hear about that in the, in the uh, coming weeks, I'm sure. Uh, but first, I wanted to tell you all a little story. Um, a few weeks ago, I accidentally went to the Burning Man Festival. While seeking shade, I fell asleep in the U-Haul van of some neo-pagan fire breathers who, mistaking me for a prop that would later be incinerated, packed the rest of their supplies around me, virtually burying me alive. It was a long, hot, bumpy, 300-mile and 111-degree trip. But when we eventually arrived in the dried-out lake bed that would soon become Black Rock City, I knew I was home. 
A temporary metropolis built on the principles of free expression, radical inclusion, and chubby people having sex in public. That is Burning Man in a nutshell. Needless to say, I learned quite a bit. Many, many people helped me out during this, the week that I was there. Right now, I would like to thank but a few. My undying gratitude and devout playa-infused friendship goes out to the following. Camille Greta, Natasha Folklore, Jeff the Candy Flipper Schwartz, Jedediah Rusthole, the Hula Hoop Troop from Santa Cruz, Julian Cash, Regina Fluff, Oliver Stone, Victor Mayhem, Zozobra, Miranda Stinkwood, Neil Van Ardo, Leo Sima, Wendy Klepper, Rosario Dawson, Wand Echo, all of the young men wearing vintage tuxedo jackets and top hats, Melissa Bilge, Nutella the Hun, Danny Masterson, Steel Neal, Acid Dave, L.S. Deanna, Sir Gobble Gobble Mescaline, the print department from Wyden and Kennedy, Kyle, the art car mechanic, Coyote Man, Towel Boy, Java Cow, Playa Paul, Desert Dana, Mud Butt, the severely sunburned woman with saucer-sized pupils, Piss Clear Stacy, Jeronica Tosh, Will Smith, several billionaires from Marin County, California, the young lady in a blue wig and dust-covered feather boa, Max Dunger, Rick Lankford, Tyler Shaka, Monopoly Jericho, and film critic Leonard Malton. Thank you, one and all, for making my experience out of this world. Well, folks, today our theme is New Beginnings. It's our, our first podcast back, and um, I feel like every day is a new beginning. And my guest not only can uh, help us foster new beginnings, but she's uh, undergoing a one uh a new beginning of sorts of her own. Now, um, Carol Caruana, Caruana, excuse me. Am I saying that right? That's right, Caruana. Carol Car- Caruana. Caruana. Try it again. Carol Caruana. That's right. Is an astrologer, and, and this is the first time we're meeting. Yeah. I actually saw your flyer at one of my favorite laundromats. Uh, it's Sir Suds a Lot on 3rd Street. Um, they actually let me sometimes... Uh, uh, I, I get paid to wash some of the dirty quarters there, and I get uh, I get one quarter for every ten dollars of quarters that I clean. <clears throat> anyway, Carol uh, is an astrologer. She has agreed to do my charts here in real time. I'm a little, little scared. It's and Carol, very hot you... in here, Bob. It's very hot in here. Oh, it is. I don't know if I'm. I'm I am going uh, through the change right now. Oh, so that's I'm. I'm sweating a lot. Well. If you're interested, I belong to a menopause support group that I can let you know about. I'd love to know about that. I, it's It's been a real bear of a week, I'll say that much, but mm. I'm happy to be here. Um, well, it's very hot in here. I don't know if there's anything anyone can do about that. I, I could blow on you. That would help. Okay, we'll try that. But I must say, Carol, it has not done anything to diminish your fantastic appearance. That is Thank a you. lovely... Now, now, what would you call that? Is that a caftan? Is that yeah, a moo-moo? Yeah, that's a caftan and... Um, I have a terrible case of eczema right now, mm. and so it's I, I need to cover pretty much all of my skin mm-hmm. because it's just people get very upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's let me say this much: it's the worst it's ever been. Right, it's the worst it's ever been. It's almost as if you're shedding a new skin. That's maybe, exactly maybe you're what becoming, it feels like. 
you know, we're talking about new beginnings here. Maybe it's sort of like a chrysalis situation, and there's a new and better Carol. God willing. God you know. willing, you yeah. know, because I've I've consulted the stars in my charts, and uh, I, I I'm in the middle right now of a two year descent mm. that in- I won't come out of till 2016. Oh, the stars have determined that. Yeah, that, that's oh, right. Oh gosh, I'm in the middle of a two year descent, um, but there's a lot of hope in that too, because mm-hmm. I can just sort of uh, be where I am and know that the bad feelings uh-huh. are there. Right. And they're very bad. Right. They're horrible. The darkest of darkness. Yeah. Mm. And I can just accept it and not try to change it. And so for me, that is a new beginning. That is a new that beginning. That is a new beginning. Now, I understand you're relatively new to uh, practicing yep. astrology. That's correct. On, on, on others. I know that you've you've had it done to you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I had a friend of mine. I was divorced in the middle of my divorce mm. uh, to my husband, Dennis, and a uh, very dark time. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time lying in my tub, mm. uh, not taking baths, right. just being there. I like to cry in a tub because the acoustics are better. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. It's crystal, like mm-hmm. a bell. Yeah, because sometimes when I cry a lot, I get you know kind of snot in my nose, and my yeah. ears get plugged, and I can't. Am I even crying? It's hard to tell. Right. When you're in a bathtub and you close the door to the bathroom, it bounces the the, the moans and the sobs that bounce right off the walls. Mm-hmm. So and I find there's something healing about my own moans. You know, it, 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 as a tangent, I would say the next time you're depressed and you're having an eczema attack, what can I suggest? Like a uh, an oatmeal bath, because it, it'll take care of. I have also suffered from eczema in, in junior high. They called me cereal face, and I I learned about uh, oatmeal baths around that time. And it helped. It did not help. I had a, I had a, uh, I had an oatmeal, re- uh, oatmeal resistant strain of eczema. Oh wow, God! But Sorry I understand it does work for most cases. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. Thanks, Bob. Sure, thank you. I sure. really appreciate that. No, and thank you for grabbing my uh, the, the little tablet from my. Flyer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I, a lot of people think that that's a sort of a lost uh, dead art, and I, I disagree. I appreciate to me, it's, that. It's 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 much more visceral. Uh, it's a it's a tactile, literally a tactile. Yeah, you can't see this at home, but I'm tapping my fingers yeah. together to show that it's a tactile situation. Now, well, Carol, I had several different phone numbers up there at one point. Uh, I've had terrible trouble with AT and T. Oh, just terrible. Oh, the customer service has been absolutely horrible. Uh, so now I'm just using um, throwaway phones, burners, burners every uh-huh. month, and. Um, so I got to change those flyers pretty frequently. Is that so why was, when when you call it shows up as Seven Eleven? That's calling? correct. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, Carol, how did you how did you uh, get into astrology, <sighs> and what how did you make the transition into practicing? I'll tell you, Bob. I, going through my divorce, husband Dennis I'm just left gonna me. Blow on you. Yeah, thank you. It's very hot. It's very hot. Yeah. Uh, my husband. You are beet red. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't know if there's any water or something. I'm, I'm just I have a little water. soaking But you know through. what? Your face almost matches your turban. That's real nice. Thank you. It is very – it looks great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, you know that those little beads of sweat you get on your eye, under your eyeglasses, that's what I'm dealing with too. These eyeglasses are so heavy. All right. They're very heavy. They seem yeah. very tight on your face Yeah. Too. They're two sizes too small. Mm. Um, it just makes you look smarter. I, no, you know what it was? I got them when I was uh, a bit – more slender, huh. and 
I haven't gotten glasses for the new body I'm in. Oh. And that's something I'm really struggling with, is which also accepting the weight gain. Is that why your rings are so tight? Yeah, I can't. Well, now I can't get them off. Mm-hmm. But I'm in a process that, you know, during this dissenting time of mm-hmm. just accepting this is where it's at. No, you say dissenting time. Is that the same thing as, as retrograde? Because I hear a lot about Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, so you and know things. some. So you I've know heard some. some. I've heard some. I've tried to, I've never been able to afford a session, but I do try to, I, I'll, I'll often lay down outside the front window of uh, neighborhood palm readers so that I can. Soak it get, in. Yes. And, and I try to find people that seem like they have the same problems as I do. Right. And, um, you know, I, whatever whatever it takes. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I got into it going through my divorce with Dennis. He left me with the two kids, meaning uh, my two labs, of mm, course. Oh. Um, and uh, really dark time for me. And my friend Laurel uh, was very into astrology, mm-hmm. and she taught me about all about it. Mm-hmm. And I would come to understand. We did one reading that gave me a lot of hope. Mm. And she said, "There's Carol, there's just abundance coming into your life. Oh. So get ready to receive it. Right. And uh, you're a Scorpio moon. You're a Leo rising. Right. Your sun sign is Capricorn. Get ready to receive what all that means. Uh-huh. And so I did get ready to receive it. And right. I did everything I could. And then what happened, Bob, is that she realized she had plugged in the wrong birth date. Oh, no. Into her app. We do all this work from these are from these are apps. These are apps. Okay. These are natal chart it's apps. It's a little little less intimate than I thought, but well, I, you know, it's a different. It's I guess you got to bring it into modern times. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, is it safe to say that astrology is an ancient practice? Absolutely. Okay. I don't. Uh, you know, there's a lot of science that goes on in terms of how they figure out where the stars were in the moment you were born. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I know about is the the sort of the feelings that come through when you know you're a Scorpio, you know you're a Capricorn, you right. know you're a Sag. Right. Uh, it's intuitive. Then. It's, it's for me. It's intuitive. Right. For me, it is. Right. You know, other astrologers, Bob, practice a different way, but I, mm. you know, for me, it's all about the feeling. Of, I'm just going to uh, put some towels down around your chair just because it's, yeah, it's getting very, very some puddles, hot. Some very it's very salty hot. puddles of sweat. Um, say around you, but God. Um, now, so so Laurel, but but Bob, what happened was Laurel gave me a reading. I was ready for abundance, and then guess what? She had put in the wrong date. Uh, but that would come to explain why I was feeling at that time the way I was feeling. I was living with my sister, okay, and her two kids. Uh, I'm still there right now. Well, I, uh, I live in the loft space above the twins' bedroom. Um, oh. And they're teenage boys, so... Window? Do you have a window? Oh, oh no. Heavens, uh-huh. no. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting up there, the ladder with my weight and my health issues... That's got to be it's, tough. It's very tough. Every night is a struggle. Do you use both those canes to get up the ladder? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, I need them for support. Sure. So, uh, and the twins are obviously... We're all going through different hormonal cycles. They're in their teenage puberty cycle, exploring themselves. Boys or girls? Boys. Well... Brother. So we're all in the same room. It, it's it's uh, it's a lot to take. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. Now, sorry, you, you were saying? Well, I was saying that once I got my chart redone with the actual dates, the actual birth dates. And that is important, right? Oh, it couldn't. Le- I can't stress this enough, Bob, to your listeners. Okay. It couldn't be more important. Okay. 
So that's probably why my plan didn't work so well because nobody had the same birth date. Exactly. As me if when you were I listening to, to a, a twin, that that's the only way because even if they had your same birth date, they could have been born in a different part of the country. And that affects it too. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I didn't God. mean to upset you. No, I'm, I'm getting. I'm sorry. I'm getting worked up. It's so hot. Do you validate parking here? Just we do not. Okay. How much is that going to run me about? I think it's seven dollars, and then after it's seven dollars for the first hour, and then after that it's ten dollars every four minutes. You don't have to pay me. No, I got to check. I got to check because I'm pretty sure. You know what? Forget it. Hey, what we? I've, uh, this has happened before. Can you I'll put pretend- it on a card? Just don't worry. Here, here's what we're going to do. After after we finish here, we're going to go down. We'll say goodbye. You go to your car. I'm going to pretend that I hurt my knee. The valet will come to me, and then I just need you to drive very quickly. And when you get past, you, you, there's a, you'll see a— um, I can't move that quick, Bob. I've got two canes. I, I understand. I understand. Well, I'll make sure you get right to your car before I— Okay. All right, because I don't have any cash. Yeah. I don't have any cash on me. That's okay. Do they take frozen yogurt cards? Because I've got three. If I you know they don't, I've asked. All right. Yeah. Because I've got only three more punches, and I could give them this one. Huh. I get a free one. Okay. You have a um, lot of broken turquoise rings in your wallet. Yeah, these. Uh, you know, it, they, what the happened? The faces just fall off, or what ended up happening with my fingers because I was uh, expanding at mm-hmm. such a rapid rate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in fact, I went to my doctor, and he said he'd never seen someone gain that amount in that little time wow. period. Wow. So Did you make any books or studies or anything? You know, he said he was going to write it down in his own records. Whether he shared that with anyone, uh, you know, because, yeah, I think it was. Well, I'll tell you. I, I don't know. That, that, that's a pretty good racket because you can get, you can get, you can get, the, the, sometimes if, if you have a specific medical an, uh, anomaly, they'll bring you around to, to, to student hospitals and things. And oh, you can he get, can do anything like that. You can get that. Some, some free food out of the deal. And, uh, you know, oh, I wish I had known. Usually they let you Damn keep it, the magazine. A lot of times the magazines in those waiting rooms are, are outdated and you can just take them with you. Oh, that's great to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Dr. Hostein didn't tell me anything about that. Wow. He just, you know, he wrote it down. He said he couldn't believe it. Um, but my, the, those rings started popping off right. after a certain point, unfortunately. So the finger swelling caused the turquoise faces of your rings to pop off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to the uh, astrology here, is it – I've always wondered, is it, is it just that what, – what can you do about it? Does it so if an astrologer just says, hey, you know, bad things are coming, there's nothing you can do about it, or good things are happening. Is there anything that they can do to, to sort of uh, change fate, or is it, is it simply a prediction of what – inevitably will happen? Oh, that's a great question. And this is something in in my community of astrologers that we go back and forth with. Mm. Do we have agency over our own lives? Right. Can we affect change? Uh, For me, what I found with my struggles and knowing what the stars have uh, in line for me, I have found that there's no no point to try to take things into your own hands. Right. And since having done that, I have felt such freedom to eat, to uh, gamble. Mm. Because it's already. Bob, I'm on a two-year descent. Right. Now, this descent started once you, right after the divorce or or part of the. Actually, the the descent when we looked back was starting right around the time of my divorce with Dennis. Mm. 
And um, so that's about four months ago now. And oh, you're only four months. I'm only four months in. Wow. Yeah, I got a long road ahead of me. Mm -hmm. A long road ahead of me, and it's not going to be pretty. Three years and eight months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, for me, Carol, if I may, yeah, the divorce. Whose fault would you say that was? Well, it was doomed from the beginning. He Mm. he was a sag. So I can sit here and I can say, Bob, it was his fault. He did, uh, he did, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Or I can sit here and say, uh, knowing what I know now, it was doomed from the start. Right. And which one of those will you do? I'm going to say it was X, Y, and Z, and it was pretty much his fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, just hold that thought. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with more Affirmation Nation. A deep cut cuticle clip by me, Bob Duca. I cut my cuticle when I clipped too close, and now the tip of my finger is playing host to a tight and tender pain. One clip, two clip, three clip, ouch. My lower fingernail meat is tender to the touch. And now it hurts when I try to pick up. Moist blocks of salt and lemon juice soaked rags and such. Is it poor equipment that accounts for my woes? To cut the nails of my fingers, I use a clipper made for the nails of toes. As a parenthetical, I'll have you know that I haven't been able to find a fingernail clipper for a year or so. And whenever I go to the pharmacy to get a new one, I get distracted by this self-test blood pressure machine. It's free, and it's a place to sit down. And I like the swaddling sensation that's produced with the blood pressure cuff closes around my arm. Okay. But I know that it's a shoddy workman who blames his equipment. So I won't condemn the tools for my painful fingernail clipment. Perhaps it's bad luck, or perhaps it's the fact that I cut my fingernails the same way that weeds are whacked. I clip quick and I clip close, so that I won't have to clip as often. But the speedy work leaves my fingernails looking like the silhouette of a mangled feather, or a ruined city like Detroit or Lompoc, California. But deep down I know that the answer to why is hubris, hubris, it's hubris, guy. When yours truly is clipping his nails, cutting too close does yours truly never fails. Nine fingers out of ten, I do it right. But by the time I get to the tenth, I get cocky. I lose sight of my limits. My limits. My limits. My, let me get this straight. If you have a consistent problem, you need to break it down into small, manageable goals. Yes, Bob, you do. I make this vow public so that you'll hold me accountable to work on my problems and make them surmountable. When at the pharmacy, I'll bypass the self-test blood pressure machine and get some proper fingernail clippers. How much could they possibly cost? Two dollars? Two dollars, fifteen? And when trimming my claws, I'll take it nice and slow and stop daring myself to make the next clip deep, make the next clip low. For I need my fingernails for grabbing and reaching, but not for holding on, because possession is fleeting. End of poem. And we are back with astrologer Carol Caruana. Carol, I think this is a good time for you to uh, read my chart. Absolutely. Okay. This is exciting. Okay. And I just need to know the Wi-Fi here. 
Okay. Um, I think it's... Uh, let me write it down here. You know what? Shoot, I'm sorry. I'm writing down the password for my Dave & Buster's membership. Hold on. You ready? Yep. It's the numbers one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And then the words one. The actual word. The one. word one. Okay. Yep. Two. Two. Three. The word three. Uh-huh. And then the number four. Four. F-O-U-R. No, no, the, the number num four. The, uh, number, the four. number four. Yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm in. Okay. Um, I'm nervous. I have to say, I'm. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to find out I'm going to die tomorrow or something like that. Look, uh, I, I I hear that because I've made several predictions based on natal charts that have come very true. No natal chart. Does that mean that I'm pregnant? No, that means no. A natal chart mm -hmm. is a, a sort of picture of the stars of where you were when you were born. You are oh, not the, pregnant. Oh, okay. But the stars. Okay. Yeah, the stars. Well, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there any possibility you could be pregnant right now? I don't really think. My estrogen levels are through the roof. I oh, do wow. know that. I've been feeling a little uh, queasy in the mornings. And uh, my ankles are thicker than usual. But I don't. other than that, I don't know. And I've been having unusual cravings. Wow. And I haven't gotten my period in four months. Are you usually pretty regular? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's definitely a red flag. But you know what? We're not here to talk about my... And have you been having unprotected sex, I guess, is the, the main question. That, no, I have not. I have not. But I, I volunteer at a sperm lab. <laughs> okay, Bob, uh, I'm up and running. Okay. I'm up and running. What, what do you need to know from me? <sighs> okay, this is, where, this is where I usually get so confused, um, is in finding the app on my... Phone. Again, this is a burner phone, so mm -hmm. it's the end of the month. So it's probably always off. the apps are always in a different place on your. I never know where they are. Yeah. I never know where they are, um, and because it's toward the end of the month, the burner phone could this could shut down any second. I'm uh, always I'm always living on the edge in terms yeah. of. Why do they do it at the end of the calendar month? Because what if you buy the phone, you know, on the fifteenth? It still always seems to shut down by the 29th. Well, you just take your time looking for that. I'll just. Oh, uh, here we go. This is Carol Caruana. Okay. Natal chart. Okay, Bob. What I'm going to need to start with is your date of birth. Uh, my uh, date of birth is October 1st, 1952. Okay, great. And the location of your birth? Bruntwater, South Dakota. Brunt. And how do you spell B-R-U-N-T? There's two U's. Oh, so it's, it's, Dutch, auto it's a Dutch township. Brother part. Okay. Brunt. It's auto-correcting. Okay. Brunt. B-R-E-U-E-U-N-T. Water. W-A-T-T-E-R-E. Great. And the last thing I need is your... Time of birth, please. Time of birth was uh, 3 p.m. exactly. Okay, great. I plug all these in right now for your listeners. 
Uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm typing them in. She's now they, typing this is a, uh, Her phone looks like a... It's an off-brand. I've not seen it before. Uh, um, this is a, it's a, as large as a tablet. Yeah. It's a, it, it, it's a version of a droid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is plugged into the wall. Oh, yeah. There's no... With an uh, actual outlet. That's the only way this guy works. Mm-hmm. Now, is it important that, that my mother was in labor for three months? That's actually very important. Do you know your due date? Because I was three months old when I was born. Oh, my due date. So let's see. With three okay. months before October, what would that be? See, this changes everything. This is why, and people don't understand this. This is why you need to know this exact information because okay. it's going to, it's good. That's going to change everything. Right. The course of your life. Okay. I'm very sorry I upset you. No, it's just this is why people give me the wrong dates and wrong times. And I thought I was headed for, you know, an upswing. And then I found out later on I was on a two year descent. So this is, the, that's how important it is. Oh, God. Do you have a towel? Uh, well, just the ones that are on yeah, the floor. Yeah, they're all wet, though. Yeah. They're all wet. Um, here, you know what? Hold on. You can hold on. You can use my um, my uh, my belly truss. It's pretty absorbent. Let me just, Thank you so much. Let me just rip that up. All right. And just dab? Should I just dab? Yeah, just. Okay. Or you know what? Just put it right under my neck for just a couple seconds. Okay, it's that is going to take right me now. a second to figure out just how to do that. Here, I'll lift. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's not it. One lower. You got to go no, one lower. Careful where you put your hands, buddy. Okay. <laughs> careful. <laughs> okay, Sorry. Thanks. I feel I a lot better. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to track back and say that your actual due date when you should have been born was in or around the end of uh, July. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm typing that in because that's really when you should have been born. Right. Your poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she never let me forget it. Yeah, I, yes. I'll, I'll bet. I'll bet. Very cruel about it. I'll bet, it. Bob. Okay, this is great. So what's coming up for me now is that you are a strong. Oh. Uh, it's the first time I've ever been accused of that. <laughs> um, for real time. You are a strong cancer. Hmm. Uh, and that's the symbol. The symbol for cancer is the crab. Oh. Uh, have you ever had crabs? The, the, the sexual, the, the sexually transmitted disease. Well, you know what? I, I, I have not, I, I'm unable to grow pubic hair. So I think that's one of the only things that has that would saved make sense. Me. Yeah. That would make sense. I'm going through menopause. I, uh, mm. it's dry as toast down there. Mm. Dry as toast. Mm. So, um, you know, and my sex drive is that of a doorknob. I so, don't know what that you never heard that expression before? No. It means I don't have any sex drive. Oh, you don't have any sex Okay. Yeah. I've just completely dried up. Because I could up. see somebody being like, oh, I'm as horny as a doorknob, you know, because they're always being touched all the time. And No, I mean it in the other way in that a doorknob's like an inanimate object. Sure, it's, sure, sure. It's right. asexual. So, you know, I really dried up in the last couple months. And, uh, you know, if I, were, if I were to have sex, I imagine it would actually be very painful. Hmm. But you don't want to try and find out. You know, I'm not at this. I'm not at the point in my life where I'm ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, I feel sexy. I feel beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, I can look in the mirror and say to myself, "You look great." Right. You look damn great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not ready to share that with anyone. And right may now. I say to you, and I believe me, I'm 
I don't have any sexuality in my body. And I mean this just as a completely platonic compliment. Your confidence makes you even more sexy. I appreciate that. The fact that you have a milky eye that that seems untethered. I wouldn't even say it's a crooked eye. It's it's um it kind of looks like a um hmm. It looks like there's a invisible cat playing with a marble. Like your eye is just bouncing all over yeah. the place. But you 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 strut in here like, "Hey, deal with it." Kind of like the the weight thing. I'm here. Oh, absolutely. And it's it makes you that much more um well, sexy. I appreciate that. I really do. And, and the eye issue is has been ongoing, unfortunately. Mm. And, uh, you know, my vision, it, 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 it's affected. Sure. You know, it's affected. I've gotten in several accidents the last couple months. Mm. Um, it's hard. Yeah. I, I'll say that much. It's hard. Okay. You can say more if you'd like. The thing about this eye is that I can, you know, right now I can only see out of one eye. Mm-hmm. You know, and I drive my Corolla around and I, you know, I can't always see where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but who among us can really honestly say they know where they're going? Wow. Wow. Right? I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I think that's great, and I think that's spoken from a true cancer. Thank you. That's Is that typical? Very, Is that a typical? Very typical cancer. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you a, a couple other things about cancer, and you can see if they resonate. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they might, just okay. looking at you okay. and just having sat with you for this long uh-huh. and just picked up on your energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, cancers, again, the sign of the crab, very internal, mm-hmm. uh, very private. Yes. Very full, full emotional life. Mm-hmm. Hesitant to share it, though, yeah. with everyone at all times. Trapped inside themselves, closed off. Yes. And terrified. Yes. yes. Yes, that's me. That's me. Uh, home loving. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I do. I'm recently, I'm, I don't know if you know this about me, but I was without a home for, for quite a bit of time. And I, uh, I've recently found, uh, in a, uh, found residence in a single room occupant dwelling, um, seven by 15 feet. It's got, I've got my own sink. Okay. I share a bathroom down the hall. And uh, it is dynamite. It is fantastic. So now, you know, I guess I, I, I guess I would say, what was your term? A home body? home loving. Home loving. Yes, that's great. Yes. And are you fixing it up? And are you getting? Uh... I found I found some uh, somebody was throwing away some old postcards, so I put those up. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, attention to beauty. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Attention to beauty. Attention to detail. Right. These are all. You know, signs of cancer, but it, it seems uh, from your chart that you live a very internal life. Yes, a very internal life. Like, M- much of that is not by choice, I will say. Okay. You know, I try to strike up conversations. I try to um, um, meet people, but um, and maybe that's in my charts. For some reason, it seems like that the fates or God or the universe is against me that does not want that to happen. Well, it's interesting because I'm also seeing your Scorpio rising. Now, what does that mean? Okay, so sometimes your rising sign is actually more important than your sun sign. Okay. Okay? So what that means is that your Scorpio is very angry. Oh, no. Very, even at points, violent. And how does that manifest? Well, it can manifest in a few different ways. I always say, you know, someone has a Scorpio tongue, which means they could lash out at people. Uh And if things don't work out for them, they want to burn it to the ground. Mm. They burn relationships. I do have an anger problem sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, since I've come in here, I have to say, I have sensed uh, 
your aggression. Really? Yes. Your masculine aggression. Wow. Um, it's just it's just radiating off of you. Mm. Uh, that's, uh, that's interesting you'd say that. Yeah. Very much so. I guess I wasn't aware of it. You know, sometimes I... Well, and that's why it's, it's your rising sign. It's what you're uh, meant to do. So rising is like, it's going to happen, or is that already part of the this equation? This is the way we think of it. Mm -hmm. Your sun sign is where you are now, the present. Your rising sign is where you're headed to in the future, uh -huh. and your moon is where you've come from in the past. Okay. So I would imagine that in astrology, the rising sign is what people are most interested in because they're like, Absolutely. what the heck is going to happen to me? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I wanted to say it too. Um, now, when is my rising? What, what else do I have in store? Uh, so for Scorpio, it seems you're you're ready, I would say, in the next year or so, based on this chart, yeah. for a torrid <gasps> love affair. Oh. Scorpio is the sign of sex and death and rebirth, hmm. and I don't know who's going to come into your life. Wow. But it's... Uh, Will this be a... The 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 torrid the the the, the sexual passion passion will it be consensual? That's unclear. Okay, okay, it doesn't matter to me actually. And you said that I, I angered the Scorpio. You 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 are a Scorpio rising, which means you have a ton of untapped anger. Oh, okay, okay, a ton. So of I don't need to make anger. amends with Scorpions. Well, do you have strong Scorpios in your life that you're struggling with? You mean scorpions, the actual insect? Yes. I see. Um, no, I, I, I haven't been clear enough. That's become clear. Scorpion, just because you're a Scorpio, it has nothing to do with the actual insect. Okay. Okay. And the Capricorn being the crab. No, do cancer. I need to eat you're cancer crab. Cancer, you're cancer, cancer, cancer crab. Cancer, 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 cancer crab. Do I need to eat crab? <sighs> Brother. No. No, you don't. It has nothing to do with that type. No. You okay. don't need to eat crab. You don't need to actually see Because seafood no. makes my, the palms of my hands itch. This is amazing. Aware. Now, why wouldn't you? I, I you know, listen. If people, if people, I, I hope that your business goes through the roof. I, I, I now, why wouldn't you do this at you know county fairs or things like this? Like you know when you when you when you go uh, go go get out into the world. Or are you just going to stick to the flyer thing? You know that's a great question. I'm gonna I'm starting to work on a, a website. Um, you know, right now it's not. It's it's it's. Is it a website? It's all of my information's on Facebook on my Facebook page. Uh -huh. um, I'm trying to figure out. I'm taking a website making class to see if I can actually make the website myself. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, you can find me through Facebook. Uh, you know. Now, is that an online class? The website making class? No, that they give at the um, the community center in town. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is Doug so, still working security? Yep. He's doing Tell great. Tell him Bob says hello. I will. I will. That'd be great. But in terms of traveling, you know, I have several health issues, obviously, that I'm dealing with. So it's, you mm -hmm. know, I, I, look, I could, this business could just really soar. And I know that. And I know what I've got here. Mm -hmm. But for me and my life right now, I want to keep it as a boutique firm. I mm -hmm. want to keep it small. Right. You know, because I know, I get it. I could take off after this podcast, you know, airs. Yeah. Yes. Um, but for my lifestyle and for all of my health issues, I think it's best that I just really, I stick to one-on-one -on -one sessions with people. Right. I would imagine that's more intimate and more, Yeah. you might be able to, to, to get more out of those. And things. I don't want to be treated at a county fair like I'm some, you know, zoo animal. Right. 
They might, not. Th- they might throw a blue ribbon on you. That's what I'm saying. And that's then not what I do. Kids from the 4-H club will no. say, "Let me get a picture next to it," and, and you go, "Excuse me, I'm a I'm a I'm a human astrologer woman." Yes. Not a cow. No, and I, this isn't you know dance monkey dance type situation. Mm-mm. I'm typing your information into an app, and I'm figuring it out, and I'm looking at it. Right. And I'm drawing conclusions. Right. Here's a question: Can an astrologer do their own chart? Yes. Uh, do I advise it? No. Can it? Can they do it? Yes. Uh-huh. You know, Kara, I've had such a fascinating time talking with you. What does the future hold for you? What's, uh, what do you have coming up? Well, I... Uh, you you know, think the, you'll be moving out of your sister's place? Well, that's the plan. That's mm-hmm. the plan right now. Um, again, the descent should end in, you know, about 18 months. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ride it out the best I can. Yeah. I'm just going to ride it out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm going to take what comes. But uh, right now, I'm seeing a lot of matinees. Mm. Um, I'm uh, I'm making a lot of my own food. Oh, interesting. Which has been great. Yeah. Which has yeah. been great. Uh, and uh, dips. You make any dips? Oh, I make a beautiful seven layer dip. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So my sister said, you know, I had to start cooking to, to sort of make my keep in the house. Right. You know what my problem with seven-layer dip is? You don't have they, – they don't make chips deep enough because you end up getting your fingers dirty from all the seven layers. You know, I'd say the average chip – and let's be honest, if you're having a seven-layer dip, you're probably using a tortilla chip. Sure. Right? You're not going to use, you know, pita or something like that. And the average tortilla chip is is probably about two and a half, three layers tops. Well, I'll tell you, sometimes, I mean, maybe it's because my seven-layer dip is so good, but sometimes I'm, I'm not ashamed to just take a scoop of it and uh, put it on a plate and just mm-hmm. eat it just as a dip. Mm-hmm. No chip at all. Yeah, you were saying that you often stand around the house with a wooden baking spoon just right. shoveling seven-layer dip into your mouth. That's right. So for me, I don't think it's about the chip. I think, I think a seven-layer dip should stand on its own. So you're telling me that you can enjoy a dip without a chip? I've said it before. I'll say it again. You can enjoy a dip without a chip. Well, well. Uh, uh, one final question before I, uh, uh, before I let you go, and I know you do have to go. I saw you drive in here, and um, everything but the passengers, uh, the driver's seat in your car is stacked with what looks like old magazines and newspapers. Mm-hmm. And just for the, the sun damage on them, and I, I did, did peak a, a date of a um, 1971 Rolling Stone. Yeah. Are you a lazy recycler or are you a hoarder? Uh, well, you know, I, I'm, I would put myself more in the category of hoarding. I don't like that term. I feel like I in the either. last couple of years, especially in pop culture, it's gotten uh-huh. a terrible rap. Yes. Um, you, know. you know what they used to call hoarders? It, back back in the ancient times, archivists. Thank you. Librarians. Thank you. This information needed to be stored for yeah. future generations. Yeah. So there, yeah, there are things I don't throw away. Q-tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't love to throw those away. There's no. a lot of Q-tip space that's not used that you could use again at yeah. some point. But you see two dirty Q-tips. Slide. I see the beginning of a god's eye. Thank you. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, people, you know, people, all these green people, you know, they're actually the biggest consumers of them all. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. consume a lot of energy. And so, you know, is there a stench that comes out of the car? Sure. Yeah. Of course there is. Yeah. yeah. 
But, you know, I'm taking up the ticket that I received the other day. Uh-huh. Uh, the town has several ordinances about smells and all sorts of things that you wouldn't believe the amount of red tape. Directed towards you? Yes, that's correct. That's correct. Wow. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. So, uh, well, I have to say, if you're getting tape. ordinances passed about you, you must be doing something right. You're making an impact. Uh, I, I really appreciate that. And I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry I got snappy before. That's okay. I thought you were coming at this as a joke all of a sudden. Not in the least. Uh, yeah, I got confused. I thought maybe you thought this was a joke or you, you were talking about satellites and AT&T. And I, I took that as a. No. I think now looking back, you weren't. You were. You weren't joking. You were genuinely asking. Right. I didn't know about man-made celestial bodies affecting astrology. And and now I understand that. Because yeah. people like to rip on this. Mm-hmm. So I hope you... You know, on a related question, what if there was a metal moon? If we, if for some reason we decided to make a metal moon, would that affect things? Or does it have to be, um, you know, I don't know if you guys believe in God or who, the big, whoever created the planets. Feathers ruffled again. Um, if there was a metal moon, I guess she means it would. that literally. She's got a feather boa on that is jumping. I got to take it off. This is why I'm sweating. That's so probably much why you're hot. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot it was. It, it actually got lost in one of the folds, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I was wearing it. But I'll, I'll take it off now. Um, yeah, I guess it would affect the your astrological chart okay. and your astrological. Life. I'm sorry, I just have an insatiable curiosity. No, I know you do, and it's I'm seeing now that it's curiosity, and you're not taking you know you're not taking the piss. I thought for a second there you were taking the piss out of me, and, and and I I get very sensitive about that type of stuff. Carol, believe me, you'll know when I'm taking the piss mm-hmm. because it'll be slow and drippy, and I will be crying. Well, that's all the time that we have, Carol. I want to thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.